Hello, good evening, and welcome to tonight's News at 4 Now. Ian, and we've got John McCune. Oh, it's, sorry, it's Aaron Conley from Glenarton. I just, I couldn't get, I couldn't get the, I couldn't get the microphone to work. <laughs> um, so, welcome to Aaron Conley from Glenarton. Thanks um, for having me, Robert. No, listen, thanks very much for coming up. Um, there's obviously lots going on in Glenarton now. So, we're going to ask you to text in as normal, but we're going to vet your texts. Um, so, the text number is, as always... 07538984984 That's 07538984 And slower. 07538984984 That's 07538984984 Thanks. See, when you finish your homework... On a Thursday, you get a bit gallows. No, it's so. Um, there's a bit of turmoil down there. Obviously, we don't want to go into um, the, the bits and bobs, yep. but um, why haven't we told me, Bryce? I was waiting for you. No, I've been there's I got a text earlier on um, saying you were the. The Harry Welshman from Talbot. That's strange. Where's that come from? I don't know. I no idea. So, how long have you been at Glenafton? Uh, a year and a half now. Uh, a year and a and half where did you general. play before? I was at Hurlford before that. Right. So, I was at Hurlford for about eight months or something, and we, we won the league in there. We Dale? Dale McCulloch, aye. And then when Darren Henderson came in in the summer, I done pre season and stuff and um and then he expressed an interest in some Glenafton players and at the same time Glenafton expressed an interest in me. And I just went as part of a deal where four of the Glenafton players went up to Hurlford and I went down to Glenafton as part of that deal, so uh, I've been down there for a year and a half now. Obviously under Tommy, but now we're managerless. How do you do oh, obviously I've asked you what off here? But, um, so who's in charge of the team now? Uh, so we've got Craig Menzies who's a club captain and Jamie McGegan who is a defender. It's just two of the older boys in the dressing room, two of the more experienced players have taken over for the for now but I don't know if they're officially caretakers, they're just kind of taking training and I'm not sure what happened. Our game was off on Saturday there so I don't know if uh, he'll pick the team or how that will work out come Saturday but I know they're trying to get somebody in as soon as possible as far as I'm aware. Yeah. It's Bede you've got in Saturday, isn't it? Aye, Bede at home in Saturday, aye. It's, um, it's t- the way that the work they've done during Gone After, you know, the, the whole place. Yeah. I know um, a good friend of mine, uh, Bob. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, he asked me. What and he was asking for you. He's, he does a lot of work down there, and you've got the wee like, upstairs. Hospitality uh, bit, yeah. and you've got the bar, and you've got, you know, everything in the parts looking fantastic, and it's just. It's just a. This is the parts a lot better than it was maybe three or four seasons ago when I played down there, and everything off the parts going well, and I think they came out of working really hard. But to be honest, what happened with Tommy came as a shock to most of the players. Uh, there was there was issues between Tommy and some of the players. There was arguments, but no worse than what's happened in any other changes from up in the country. Yeah. And we've had some really really disappointing results this season at times, but then at other times we've been really really good. Um, and 
as far as the, the Sunday that Tommy was in, Tommy, you know, I spoke to coaching staff and other players have spoken to members of the coaching staff and it came a bit out of the blue. Like, as players, we were just asking for, can we train a wee bit more? Can we do a wee bit more than just one hour a week? And But at the, for some reason, Tommy felt that that was, or what was happening was... Uh, and they're being reconciled, so he decided to go. But as I say, it came, it came as a shock to most of the squad, I would say. So you were only training one hour a week? Uh, no, two nights, one hour each night. So uh, we, as players and as a squad, we felt that we could have done more. But that was it. That was the only issue with training. Other than that, Tommy's a great guy, and Tommy's had really good pedigree in the junior game, and he's always done well. Um, but for some reason, Tommy decided he wanted to walk away, and that was it. That's um, that, you know it's uh, is it maybe the first time that, that players have actually moaned about what trade more. That was it. It was a couple of agreements after the Cumnock game the Saturday before he went. There was disagreements because you know we were three 0 down with ten minutes ago. We played very poorly, and it was a usual change room disagreement. And the same happened. I think we went out the west of Scotland a couple of weeks earlier down at a draw, and we got beat one 0 Again, it was just it was the usual stuff you get between players and a manager. And a bit of shouting went on, stuff like that. But and again, the same went out the Scottish to Rob Roy. Again, a team you know in a league below us who maybe felt we should have went one, and again they beat us two one. And but a couple of disappointing results, a couple of heated exchanges or whatever. And what's happened's happened. It's it's difficult. Tommy done well down there. We got a Scottish Cup final last year. That's, that's what I was going to go back to you know because obviously it's like you know um, he's left now uh, but you know coming in and what he like knee players mm-hmm. basically it was like you know just sort of like a bad base there you go uh, there's your team and half of them get signed to Hurlford and then yeah. you come in for the, the Monday night was it, you played the Monday night at Lugger the famous Monday night at Lugger I was actually um, driving down just drive, I was told, I left work and I was told just drive towards Ayrshire, didn't right. know where I was going, didn't know if I was going to be a Hurlford player or a Glenafton player, and I'd imagine it'd be the same for the four Glenafton boys, where they were going to play for Hurlford, and then um, less than an hour before the kick-off I got the phone call to turn up, and it was me and Scott Adam, who was also Hurlford at the time, and went to Glenafton, and then um, we, we turned up and I think we had 11 players, and we had a, you know, a young goalie in goals, and we had a Cammy Marlowe, who's actually just left, who turned it to be a left winger the whole last season. He played centre half that night. That's how up in there that was. Right. And we ended up losing seven one. And but that was just how it started. I mean, two days later we went and pushed Talbot all the way, and they beat us with a last minute goal. So but then, the but then you've you've took it and it's like Scottish Cup final, Aye. and it was the like you know you <sighs> it was we were obviously gave away two penalties and. We'll lose a man for it and we'll 2-0 down after about 25 minutes, half an hour I think it was and it was, we were never going to win the game after that What was the experience like though? Unbelievable uh, Really, really, really good it, it sounds strange but after the game if, if people who were at the game would tell you I mean, you would have thought we would have won it with the, the sort of noise our fans made and you know, we went over after taking the losers medals and stuff and we went over to applaud the fans and they were making more noise than the, the, the Hurlford fans who had just lifted the cup so it was a very, it was a surreal experience, but it was, it was unbelievable. And the whole run up to it was brilliant. The Scottish was at the, the top of the junior game, and uh, to get to the final, and it's very disappointing to lose, and still hurts. But 
I'm sure maybe in ten years' time the boys in the squad will look back and it and fondly look back in most of the memories. <laughs> uh, I'm not being disrespectful in the slightest here, I don't think, but like Hereford they've got they've got a very, very small support. Yeah. But it's like, you know, yourselves, going after I've got a big support, mm-hmm. like a decent support, but you've got the opportunity, you know, if, you, if you're if you doing well, there's going to be a lot of people that used to go, yep. that'll we'll come, come in, back, hey. and it's, you know, a lot of people that stayed there and were grown up there, that go down, like Bob, for instance, hey. um, and it's, I can understand that, it's like, the, in my years of following junior football, the biggest support I ever saw ever was called winning Rangers oh, it was just mental the amount of people they brought um, and you look at now and it's like well they're starting to pick up now and they're young Chris and uh, whatever yep uh, I think even when I first came down to juniors four and a half years ago I think you get better crowds than you do now it just seems to be dwindling all the time and it's tough. it must be tough for clubs to get people in the door but yeah, and I'm not sure what other options there is now. I think a lot of clubs like Claybank and stuff are doing a lot in the community and I'm not sure it's helping as, as much as it is now. But there's a lot of kids now that think that football only happens in the telly. Yep. That's the problem. Slip. You, you look at it that Sky Sports you're getting four or five premiership games a weekend and then if you're yeah. you know, if you got your European channel now where there's football on from early in the morning right to last thing at night, it's just live games in Spain and everything, so it's in and you look at some of the like the weather like this I mean who's going to go, go watch a game and stand and watch a game at the weekend we'll, we'll, come, back, we'll come back to that but see um, so where did you start off uh, so, football I was at Air United when I was younger and um, when I left well they initially sent me out on loan to the jun- first went to juniors on loan to Govern for six months and then when I was released for, I went down to Cumnock for a season and then from Cumnock I went to East Coast Bicycle for a wee bit and then to Hurlford and then Glen Afton so I've been down to juniors for about four and a half seasons now um, but you're only what 23 I think you're as old as 23 uh, no I actually yeah. saw that today but <laughs> uh, you don't look it <laughs> you've yeah, aged well you've aged <laughs> well um, no it's um, what's right you were here and you went to juniors what's is there a difference Ability wise, not much, not as much mm. as people would think. Fitness and that, fitness and training, probably quite a large difference. Like, I think that's where the, the biggest difference is, is fitness and maybe organisation and things like that as well. Well, at the seniors, they probably just put that wee bit more effort into what you might think is silly things like set pieces or team shape and things like that, and just your general fitness and. Um, but when I was at area, you were getting fed after training and all that sort of stuff that makes a bigger difference than you would think, but. And in terms of ability, you, you look at some of the boys in the juniors, or look at boys who have stepped up, look at Darren McKinnon, who's now mm-hmm. in the SPL and doing very well. So, in but terms of ability, probably not a huge huge gap, but fitness is probably the main thing. Mark Callum, um, the ex-Athlete manager, and yeah. then he was uh, thing, and he was on, and he said, he was actually Albion Rovers at the time, but he came on, and he says, it's basically attitude. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the cases, is like, you know, guys, Chris Dallas, uh, same for Athlete from East Kilbride. Yep. And he was a wee skinny runt, and all of a sudden he's went to Albion Rovers, and he came back alone, and he was like twice the size, mm-hmm. um, like, bulk wise, and he was just like hungry and you know whatever. 
and it was, I was like, what? And Mark was saying he was good you know, he was doing stuff out with the train, yeah. you know, and whatever. And, you know, I think you've hit the nail on the head. Um, so, have you got any aspirations to get back? Uh, I would obviously like to, I think. Most players at the junior level, if they had the opportunity, they would like to. Um, I don't know if I ever will. Or I think the thing that the, the bugbear would, if I ever had the opportunity, is the travelling. That travelling up to Elgin on a Wednesday or something yeah. like that, or in a way game to Montrose on a Wednesday. But I don't know if I'll ever be good enough to go back to that level, or if I'll ever get the opportunity. But I don't think you ever. I would never say no. It's if somebody came knocking the door, then you'd have to definitely have to consider it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, see if you're playing for the likes of like Grafton or Athlone or Polk or you know any clubs like that, and it's like can can no have any, There's only maybe possibly one or two clubs in junior football yeah. that you could actually just say, "All oh, right, I'm playing for them." And the the bottom tier of Scotland, the, the seniors, mm-hmm. there's none. You'd have to work. Because yeah. they're all part time, yeah. and it's like, how do you get time off your work to go to? I oh, know that that'd be my. I, I work through in Edinburgh, so it's, it's tough, tough enough for me to try and get the training back through here than, mm. and to, you know, to travel all over the place and having to take half days and stuff to go to away games and that is just logistically it doesn't make sense for a lot of boys. And I think that's why the standard of juniors probably at the top level is as, as good as it is. As well, that's the the one that was like Gormley was going to, uh, he's meant to be going to Clyde, Clyde and. I don't know, I, I'm absolutely delighted that he's staying in junior football because I think he's a, a, a fantastic player. It's always good, it's good for fans as well if you can keep hold of the best players and even if they are at different clubs but you want to, you want to go and watch games and see good players so if good players are staying down at the juniors whether it be, I don't know the story we got only that read in the paper it was because Tucker decided that he didn't want them to move but uh, anything to keep the junior level better is good for the fans and people that are going to watch so... I think to be honest, like, there's somebody was there's the boy I know that runs a, a local amateur team, and what he said was like he played for Nielsen and Renfrew and a few clubs years ago, and it's like then there was like amateurs playing that could have played, but they were like why play with their mates? Yeah. But he says but it's, it's like see now he says there's like teams in the, the bottom tiers like the district leagues that there's amateur teams that would wait the for them. Well, I because the way play, because there's no, there's need money. No, it's like need this forty quid a week, girl. Uh, well, I was when I was at Cumnock, and it was my first real season in the juniors, and we played that horrible thistle the amateur team Aye. in pre-season. And I was only nineteen at the time or something. And I'm turning up thinking this an amateur team. We'll walk it here, and mm. I think maybe it's five one or something. Aye. And the, the, the boy Michael Mullen, who they just signed for Stirling, who were a first division team at the time. <laughs> And I think he scored a hat-trick of maybe, maybe four they against don't, us. They don't actually pay them, or they never paid Andy. There's stories going about that uh, when they won the Scottish that year. Um, it was on a pair of man for, for Scottish Cup games. I can believe it. Stories, allegedly, <laughs> and all that. Um, but right, we're going to go to a song, um, your first song. Um, of the night um, I don't know what it is so we'll play it we'll do classic right, welcome back we're going to I'd actually say to Ian um, before that we do predictions tonight and then I explained to him when he arrived that I'm the most unorganised person in the world 
So we'll try and get some because you're allowed to do predictions uh, because you're you know not <laughs> in the skies. Um, so we'll have a look at that. So what? And you're uh, years a junior. What's what's the ground that you like going to the best? Like the, you know the park. Was Beechwood until recently. Troon's pitch is un- un- unbelievable, Nick. Um, Troon's probably my, my favourite pitch to now. Um, some great, it's a great surface down there. Nice wee bar in that as well. I've done a lot of work down there, so. But up until that, I was going to Beechwood to play Talbot. Oh, it's, it's, what I say, it's just like a different world. Can you step in there? Um, got a couple of. Just right. I'm, 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 I don't want to read this out <laughs> until I read it. Um, I've to inquire what happened last season after the Scottish Cup draw at Tudenhead Park. His thoughts, please. What happened? Don Kenton happened. There was nothing major, was there? But we get cheated that day. A penalty. Come like a penalty in the last minute. It was never a penalty, but. Well, it's, it's actually from the uh, current supporter so uh, it must be he's fishing for something I don't think anything happened did it there's a wee bit of damage to their change room I think we kicked the door off but it was an accident and as far as I know it was paid for but um, that was just frustration <laughs> and it wasn't me it wasn't me have we got Shaggy on there aye it um, right so your favourite away ground well your park is now uh, Portland Park. Portland Park, that's kind of It's yeah. actually, um, I was expecting to be a look standing waving with a big lighthouse because it's kid programs and mm-hmm. it's before your time. Um, but, um, Beachwood is just fantastic. You can see that the work, look, they, they've just mm-hmm. thrown themselves in. But Glenarton do that as well. Uh, there's people, there's like Bob. The best place in the world, the best place in the world. He's teasing Barhead. I know, I didn't actually know it till recently. I tweeted him to ask him if a game was going to be on or off, and then he told me he stayed in Barhead and he had no idea. Um, and fair play to him for travelling away down there to watch us. But he's in the council as well. Is he? Uh, yeah, he does a lot of work there. He runs a website and stuff and does all the match reports, and I think he does a Facebook page and a Twitter and all that as well. So but he's a program. Uh, he he's, he's very good. He slaughtered me a couple of times. Aye, slowed my cottage, but he was very good, obviously, the name, uh-huh. doing that area. Um, so, try to find games. <laughs> Let's sell these games. Right, do you fancy it? Yep, I'll give that a bash. Right, uh, the first game, well, it's alphabetical, so it's Atherley, <laughs> uh, Rob Roy. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to back off later because Sophie will be phoning me greeting on the phone if I don't back him. I know he is, he's, he's very boring. He's, he's actually, um, he's also the busiest man in junior football, so he is. But my, uh, my good lady, he was cleaning out the, the kitchen cupboards the other night, and there was a bag and she's like, that's to go to recycling. And there was, you know, the stainless steel mugs. 
Oh, I, I forgot about his mark actually. And, uh, oh. I was like, she's no, I won that, I won that. She's like, I for us. I just want to take it to the football. Oh, and we'll have like, the Southie mugs. Because oh, we've got, it was actually Potts. And he, he, he messaged me and he says, did you get a picture of a, the mug? Oh, I've seen the picture. <laughs> I can't believe you stand outside the park holding a, a travel mug watching right. the game. So, right, Lee. Ian? Athlete. Lily? Ah, I'm going for athletes, right? Hey, next one. I'm the master! Maybe. Hey, boy, like Bears. Boy, like Bears. Bells Hill. Uh, Bonnie Rig. Hmm? Bonnie Rig. Why is the teams? Bonnie Rig or Bill Hill? Bill. I mean, Bonnie Rig is very thingy. Bo. Uh, I'll go for. Hi. <laughs> I, I like Dungey so much. But he's not going to be able to dive in that. Uh, Caitlin. We. Trin. Uh, I'm gonna go Trun for that one. If we played came on the semi final last year, I'm gonna go for Trun because they beat us. Okay. Which is pretty true. Uh, uh, if anybody from Trun is listening, Jimmy Kipwood's coming on in a couple of weeks' time, and oh, Lily said it's the best hot dog she's ever had in her life. Do it, Trun. Yeah, it's quite good. It was like Scooby Doo. Who you going for? Ian? June. June. Uh, I'm going to go for a draw. Just to. Uh, Bankies. V. Shells. Banky, Banky, Banky. Just go for Banky. Everybody just go for Banky. Good taking. Uh, I'm going to back a draw there. I think Shell's done a decent side and Clyde Bank seem to be struggling then. Yeah, we're going to go for a draw as well. I to a draw. I hope Clay Bank. I'm going to go for Clay Bank. Okay, well, I'm just Because I hope that's the thing that kicks our season. Uh, Coulter. We learn. Let's go. Um, so it's let's go. Oh, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Oh, let's go. Um, next one. Gordon Rothis vs. Joker. Yeah. Uh, Glenrothes. Glenrothes decent. I have no idea. Mm. Glenrothes. Yeah, mm. uh, Joker. I'll stick to the West Coast. Is this the predictions? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Glenrothes or Joker? Mama, mama, mama. I'm going to go for Joker. Uh-uh. Draw. Um, the big one. Welcome back. We'll do this and then we'll come back to you. the second half here. Uh, Hurford versus Bones. Bones. Hopefully. Draw. Draw. Bones. 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 Bones.
and we'll come back to the rest of that. Um, right, so was it four seasons? No, I'm genius. Uh, just about that's my fourth right. season. Now. What's the best team you faced? The best team I faced. Can't think of any one performance that stood out that played in it. Maybe, maybe the season was it two, two seasons ago? Talbot went unbeaten in the league. Right. They were very, very good that season. Um, yeah, we played them in the even times cup final. Uh, eight of the boys had been in a state of stag down. Benidorm came home on a Friday and still beat us three 0 when I was at Hurlford. But that's probably probably the strongest team there's been recently anyway. What would you um, player wise? Who's the best? You pull up, play up front. Aye. Who's the best you come up against? The best centre half. Uh, Pettigrew went for Talbot this from now. I'd say he's the best bit of my He's so good defensively and just 60, 50, 60 yard passes right on to reboot his toes and stuff like that. He's very, very good. He's probably the best I've faced uh, junior level. Aye, definitely. What about. Um, Obviously, as a forward, yep. you're playing against these guys, but you're, you're obviously you're watching them as well, and it's like so many. And I want to thank again the guys that actually stand behind a, a camera and film these Aye. games. It's absolutely fantastic that you can actually sit and watch a junior game that you were at the day before. I know, Aye, uh, good. Al- almost in- entirely because maybe you'll. Oh, I thought that bubbled, and then you can watch it next day and say, "Oh, I did." Ah, you always go back and watch you know. it, especially um, if you score or something. You always like to be able to go and see it again, or if yeah. your team play well, it's good to be able to go and, go and watch it again. I think most clubs in the Premier League get people filming games now, so yeah. it's fantastic. So, listen, to all the but guys that are recording the games and doing that because you can't, you can't watch it. That's all. Awesome. Yeah. So, listen, thanks very much again, Fiesel. So obviously you're playing um, up front yep. and the opposition's on the other side. <laughs> what forwards in the junior game do you sort of like? Aye. Gormley. Gormley's the best. Um, I know he's been in at the team this season but I think that his first maybe 18 months he was at Talbot he was unplayable. Wasn't Aye. So Gormley's probably the best I think. Uh, so, no, sorry, sorry, um, Camelon, we played them in the semi-final last year, and I think they had the boy Kevin Kelby, who was decent, but they had a wee boy up front next, can't mind the boy's name, Baldy Head, I think, um, he was very good as well, but I would say Gormley's probably the best, and um, obviously you get people like Richie Barner that have been good for years, but Gormley's probably the best striker I've seen at this level. Aye, it's, it's just, as you see, sometimes it's unplayable. Aye. Um, Right, uh, predictions on who do you think will win the Junior Cup? Who <coughs> do I think will win it? Uh, from I can't look past Talbot. Your pal. Um, I think I thought they were going to struggle against Meadow in the last round and they went and blew them away 4 0, so I think Talbot won it. I think they're due to win it. I think it's a season or two they've not won it from there, so. I know, it must it's be There's a drought doing Talbot. It was a. Brian Slaven was on here one night and um, he was saying that they won the cup on the, the Sunday and he stayed in 
but all can lighten the mm. Sunday night and the Monday he was going down, he was walking down the street and there's a guy came out with a pair of underpants and he's like, oh, come on in. <laughs> I think it was the Thursday he got home, but the whole village was it. Can imagine, be unbelievable. So, last season, uh, the cup final, yep. what happened? Did you just go back? Or the full squad went back and uh, I think we went round most of the time. There was only like three pubs or something, but most of the boys went round and seen all the fans and pubs. And it was it was good atmosphere. Considering we'd lost, it was, ended up actually quite a good night. And most of the boys didn't make it home until the Monday morning or Monday afternoon. Um, but the fans were still in force and stuff. But it's, like you, say, you don't get to the Scottish Cup final that often and Carnarvon hadn't been like 20 years or something when we got there and I don't think they ever expected us to get there last season so it was probably... Nobody expected you. No, no, so... <laughs> before that it was like shots getting and winning it. Shots getting won it, yeah. Um, it's just it's like... It's because... You also watched, you were talking about you know, football and television. Mm-hmm. You see the Champions League? They've got like, four teams for four or five teams from one country and uh, yeah, all the strongest teams are um, seeded and stuff. So it's all looked at. All the stronger teams are looked after. And it's stuff. it's sort of like because it and also it was it was it Viali, Gianluca Viali played with Chelsea and mm-hmm. uh, Sampdoria, and he sees she's not as all of rubbish. This is the champions from all the European nations. Yeah. Should just get put in your heart mm-hmm. and the best team will win. A wee bit of luck, obviously, with the draw and whatever, but, but that's what you're looking for. You're, you're wanting. Yeah, that's what you want in a cup, but you don't want it. I would always rather just go into a hat and see who you get. Because I see all the thing about this Junior Scottish Cup, people want it regionalised and stuff, and I can, um, you can empathise with some clubs that sometimes it does cost a lot of money, but for that day out, if you go up north and win a game, the bus journey back and everything's excellent, so. And it's no, always nice to someone visit somewhere new as well, so. But the thing is, to be honest, like, it's the fans are looking for uh, all the fans are looking personal ads. Um, I really enjoy going to D and going to Bar, you know, just seeing mm-hmm. these places. But I'd have a home game, you know, every round yeah. and just win. And I'd want the weakest team that was left in the thing, you know, you just want to get through. But um, so, I don't know. Right, we'll go back to our predictions. Because I've scribbled in there. Coburnley versus Coulsaith. Uh, Coburnley at the moment, so Coburnley. Coburnley, Coulsaith. Coburnley. I'll go for. I know he's listening I'll go for Kersaith because Coburnia are just looking goals uh, uh, he beat him 5 mil I think Coburnia versus Faltos I'm going to go for Col- I'm going to start this off I'm going to go for Coburnia because Kersaith or Faltos beat athlete in the 1954 Scottish Junior Cup final and I hate them. What, what did you say again? <laughs> I don't know what it's. What did you say? Um, Coburnian 
or or Folthouse. What did you say? Uh, uh, or Folthouse. Kilwarren. 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 Sean Gallagher, all the best to Blantyre Vicks. Oh, no, no Blantyre Vicks. Uh, Camus League Rangers, sorry. Um, that's him. He's the left athlete. Uh, fantastic player. Um, just never... He wasn't getting in a winning team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was something for the game. I think he played senior in Malta when he was 18. What, you know... What experience that would be. <laughs> I don't mean Jimmy Lynch is the other one. You don't want to, you don't want to go there now. No. <laughs> <laughs> just, but, uh, Les Mahigo versus Johnson Burrow. I'm going for the first one to win. Only going for the first one. Yeah. Uh, Les Mahigo for me. I don't like fighting trolls. I'm going for Justin Burrow. There's a prize for us, you know? What's the prize? It's, it's the prize. <laughs> What's the prize? What happens if you get to Grange, who are flying high against Blantyre Vicks. I'm going to start this off. I'm no, go- I'm going to start this off. Uh, That's no fair. I want you to start it. I'm going to go for a draw because the wee taxi driver Magician <laughs> just gets to him Martin and he's caused so many upsets, it's not an upset anymore. Yeah. What's going really good speed, but Newton Grange for me. Yeah. What are you going for? That team that's flying. Right, Newton Grange. Okay. Um, have we got another song lined up? Mm. We're going to go to another song in a few seconds, and I'll leave you with this one Pollock, come up. Pollock, come uh, draw. Draw, draw. Draw. Would not get them well once they come with them. Aye. I'm going to go for a walk. I am. Sorry, John. Mate, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but just home advantage and all that palaver. Right, we'll do a song and we'll be back in <laughs> the time it takes to finish right. the song. <laughs> Four minutes again. One station, one community. We are Pulse ninety eight point four. Right, we're back, mate. We've got an intruder in this juice. <laughs> we have um, Mr. Miller Junior, Stevie Miller. Um, so, come on. Come on. We're sitting there. We can't see him in the corner. He's living his jacket on. And he's saggy. He's saggy. Saggy <laughs> trackies. Saggy trackies. I still hate my father. What, what are you doing now? Eh? Are you playing? Are you um, come up? I'm, I'm, Get me a microphone. I'm signed with Renfrew at the moment. Are you still banned? Um, but I'm suspended. We've not had a game since I've been suspended, so. It's good. Good, good sign. What was it? What was it, um, <laughs> off, um, many times, many times, 
I love how that's a laughing point. No, it's uh, I don't know. I've not got a great record, but I'm working on it. So, are you t- goodbye to them? Are you still training with them, or? Aye, I've just been too busy with working that. You've lost a lot of weight. This was the last time I saw you. <laughs> it must have been Jay. Just wearing my dad's clothes. <laughs> 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 it was I was going to say it was sensible before you came in but it wasn't it was um, so you used to just part away together and I'll finish this <laughs> no 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 quite no. a platonically right just so just how's your dad <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> well, just walked in and get the comfy seat what was what was it like in a dressing room with well, this? Uh, good laugh. No much space, but I'm in Kenny. Then the boys could get a seat. Do you take my man? <laughs> yeah, I've got one of it. Anyway, I was a living stone till I met him. Now I'm 14. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's a, he's the loudest boy in the world. Good fun though, and good player. Right, we'll come back to the end of the predictions. You're not involved in this. Um, Port Glasgow. Or, right, so it's looking like Talbot, 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 Talbot. Um, Next one Rossville versus Musselburgh. Musselburgh. I'm going to go for Rosville Just to be awkward It's Speed Valley You ever played there? No No, never played You ever drank the whiskey? No No I'm not a whiskey man Sober Teetotal Spam Valley. Spam Valley. I can definitely smell shite. Speak. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Spam Valley versus Pennycook. Yeah, Pennycook, because I've no idea who Spam Valley are. Right, so we're all going for Pennycook. Uh, last one, uh, St Andrews against Brouty. Brouty or Brouty or Brouty. Yeah, draw. So you didn't do draws? I know, but I've changed my mind. Give it eight draws. Two rounds. No, I've only backed one draw. No, no, just I'm mixing up the things. Your predictions are going to be wrong anyway. Sanders. Sanders. Draw. I'll go for Sanders. So. Anyway, um, Aaron, you came in tonight, absolutely fantastic, travel all the way, the distance that you made, you know, to come here, and he turns up. You getting paid now? Aye. Aye. He's getting paid now. Appearance. <laughs> <laughs> you got a bottle of him, bro? No. It's a small bottle. You might have taken your Percy Pigs away from him, but... No, they're not Percy Pigs. There's some... Obviously, see... Um, and you know when you're playing mm-hmm. and there's players and obviously like, there's good times there's bad times but there's also banter in the changing rooms 
What's the best wind up that you two used? Or so? You've got another earth. <laughs> <laughs> The best one, not. The best, yeah. well, for me, somebody told me it was um, Tim Murdoch. Um, was going out on a date after training one night when he was playing with Nielsen. And he, he bought this date, he spent like 50 quid in a t shirt to wear to go on this date. And it was it was Nielsen, so it's it's, it's no very clever. And Gary Sturrock scored a goal for the half million. And took his train to him and had the t-shirt on. <laughs> and he did his t-shirt on. Shocks, big stocks. Stuff like that. It didn't go down too well, I don't no. think. And I don't think they're together anymore. <laughs> like Murdoch and the girlfriend of that night. Mm-hmm. So what's, what's Stevie? I don't know, man. I've been, a, been a, involved in a few. <laughs> Probably involved in most of them. I've had a few belters at Coburnley, but uh, I remember Stephen McNeil getting wound up, getting told he was going to meet an agent one time, uh, and he was uh, told to meet people outside um, at Nando's at the Key, and had them, had them doing star jumps because he couldn't see where he was. He was doing star jumps in a suit or something like that. That's a, that was up there. Apart from that, I can't really think off the top of my head proper wind-ups. You just got the usual ones, don't you? Phoning up boys and kidding on your reporter or getting boys to the newspaper interview that's no real and things like that. But have you either used been caught? Oh, sorry, have you either been caught in any of these? No, I'm too clever for that, Robert. Yeah, I'm too cleaned up because I'm usually the one doing it. <laughs> so I can see it coming. I'm going to answer your phone. <laughs> <laughs> A day when I'm on the park. <laughs> What do you think about Toddy? During the week, you're still going to go and it's Decent. Enjoy that. Ah, it was class. Do you see? I get sacked for Pollock for having my phone on the park. I don't know how he's managed. He's managed to get in the park. Supposedly, I was making phone calls on the park at Pollock, and that's why. That's obviously why I get a lefter. And scored against them, done a fair And Balotelli's allowed an iPad on the bench. <laughs> and Toy's allowed to take photos of himself once he scores a goal. Who, who was the manager when you were at Pog? Hey, John Richardson. John Richardson. Um, I was going to say something there, but I'll, I'll know. Um, <laughs> no, he's, I thought it was like. I remember when Billy Wong was the manager down there. Uh, Molly Irvin right. and it was just it was just like in Melbourne done a like, good job didn't it I <laughs> do you know what actually like, I've got a lot of friends to report mm-hmm. and I've been doing I standing with them and they're asking me who's that who's that who's that who's that and I was like but that's your team every week it was like totally different um, so the the chocolate factory melted <laughs> it was just it was some bad about me. I oh Tony's Tony Tony McDowell's a good man and a uh, good manager. Aye, I've never obviously I've never played. They're running away that they're getting. Aye, they're going to get them back up. I think they'll do well next year as well because they're obviously going to add to that squad and all. So. Aye, but he's a good man. He just like I've said him because I went on to a forum and said uh, congratulations on appointing Tony McDowell as your manager. What are you talking about? Says well, it's no brainer. 
Craig was like, the way they'd done it, interviews, we'll wait three weeks before our rounds. And that was when his band was up. Mm. And there's a lot of unrest when he got that job at first, wasn't there? I know. There's folk like, oh, I'll never be back, I'll never be back. It's a disgrace, and they're playing crap football and they're doing this. And all of a sudden, he's like, no. But they're, they're like that. You can hear the rustle. He's always done well wherever he went, but I and he's, he's he's a football man, and it's like two years old. Obviously, I played under and Ian as well. I've seen so many managers. You know, the last, you, you were saying like I went two years of training mm-hmm. as opposed to one. But there's managers that he only, put, he only wants two years so he can catch a second door. But <laughs> <laughs> but there's managers there's managers that. Um, just put in the, the, the buttons like seven days a week, you know, doing stuff and yeah, you know, whatever. And you know, can do them. I've, I've seen managers doing taking like drenches or you know, drains, doing it differently, you know, and they're working, but they've got a family. And you know, it's, what's it? Is it all about passion now? Is it? That's for, that's behind, behind the scenes, is it? A lot of people don't see the work that goes in for committees and all that, so. Yeah. Anyway, listen, uh, I've just been finger clicked. Uh, that's us just about done. Uh, next week. You should be so lucky. <laughs> next week, um, next week we've got. <coughs> she'd be an interesting show. We've got Sandy McLean, who has basically retired from junior football for the new things are never the same <laughs> so we get Sandy on um, and it'll probably music from the beat movement he's boy Aaron thank you very much for, for coming over and Stevie thanks for coming in and keep crashing the party um, so stay tuned uh, we've got the final whistle coming up after us and we'll see you next week we'll speak to you next week cheers